you are listening to the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. This is a collective of creators and callings that bring us together. Here are your hosts, Aziza and Candice. Hi, I'm Aziza, aka Gourmet Pens. I'm a huge fan of creating with my fountain pens and miscellany of tools, and I love sharing my love and passion for this hobby with you. My collection is all about fun materials, special pieces, and serious nibbage. Hi, I'm Candace, aka Inks and Anchors. I have a love for tangling, lettering, purple and turquoise, and some really special sailor pens, which inspire the anchors in my name. My collection now includes a range of magnificent makers, exquisite materials, and architect nibs. Let's Let's hang hang out. out! Welcome to episode three of the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. It's me, Aziza. And Candace. (laughs) Woohoo! And our pens, scribble, scribble, (laughs) paper, paper, (laughs) doing pens and inky things. So I've talked about my new acquisition, which is the Pilot Custom 742. Candace, I want to hear about your... You have a dark, is it neon prism? I have, yes. I have a neon prism pen. Um, the pen is made from a blank that was created by Mad Science Pen Company, and that's Jacob. And so he's, I posted about this on Instagram, but when I first saw the blank that he created, it is, I just, I, I knew right away, I had to have a pen made from it because it's gorgeous. It's just right up my alley, a lot of um, really deep, uh, saturated neon colors. I mean, it's just gorgeous. So Jacob um, made the blank. He's new at uh, blank making. And um, as soon as I knew he was going to post some more, I I nabbed him right away. I got a couple of blanks and I contacted 1836CC, who Nathan, to make this pen for me. And so the pen that I have is shaped differently. I know, Aziza, you're probably not a fan of the shape of the pen just i mean it's a personal thing right in it's terms just of, the ends yeah which is of course what makes it very special it, it <laughs> in, is like in unusual right so the end it looks like a um genie wish lant- lantern or lamp i think is is typically it, you're making your face like it doesn't look i'm like staring it. at it yeah well that's um, that's what it's supposed to be so the the model is called three wishes and that's what he said he created it oh. um, or what inspired the name was it, he thought it looked like a lamp or a lantern i can or a see vase, the, i maybe? can see the lantern like those kerosene lanterns yeah. where you had the kerosene and the little wick yeah. that's what i so i think that's that's seeing. what he's he's um, okay. that's the intention so anyway i liked it because it was an unusual shape and i like the end has this little comfort. I do like that. Little uh, divot thing. I like to call the it the valley of comfort. Yes, the yes. valley of comfort. Exactly. That's Where you what I said, comfort. So anyway, this is um, one of my new acquisitions. I'm really, you know, really leaning towards a lot of color in my collection. And one day, maybe in another episode, I don't think we can talk about it today. We don't have time, but we maybe could talk about curating our collections and what we look for. But I thought you were going to say we should talk about your collection. And then I was thinking we're going to need like 20 episodes for that. No, <laughs> I'm just really. kidding. Your uh, your collection is very, very tidy reasonable. and curated. Yes. 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 I'm just being a... So that's my new acquisition. I approve. Okay. So that pen looks perfect it okay just looking at it it looks like a very seasonal pen because it's got orange and green and red which makes me think of autumn which makes me think about my new favorite ink which i really want to talk about because okay i said you see that beautiful segue went right for it so the ink is diamine and kindle it's an exclusive ink to hong kong it was of course made by diamine so this follows the Kong Girls, 
Kong guys, and I believe Lion Rock, which I haven't tried. So this, I guess, would be their fourth. It's a gorgeous yellow orange ink with orange shimmer perfect for autumn and i think your three wishes neon prism would look really lovely with it i'll have to try it in I the will, pen yes i will share what about you what would be an autumn ink for fall i am using two inks that i intentionally um put in my pens because it was fall and one of them is diamine autumn oak uh, if you don't know what autumn oak looks like it is a wonderful sort of ready orange ink and i mean obviously with the name autumn oak it has it almost has a bit of a brown tone to it but it's principally orange and red and has excellent shading. I think it's one of the best shading inks there are, there is out there. Um, the other ink is Mont Blanc Swan Illusion Plume. And of course, this is supposedly one of their, you know, limited edition inks and it's hard to find. Um, we can only hope that maybe they re-release it under a different name. But um, the color is um, a brown gray, also known as taupe, I think would be a good description for it but to me when i when i when i think of brown gray i think yuck right like i just yeah, i just finished saying i love color but for some reason this just really it really speaks to me it's a very excellent shader and yeah. it's just such an unusual color but it also helps that i have a pen that matches it perfectly which is you know nirvana when it comes to well, you have matching to tell us what pen, pen it is oh it's my butterknife creations jasmine lava explosion Oh, wow. That does. You're right. You're right. That does actually match really so well. So we'll maybe put it in the show notes and yeah. we'll uh, link a picture to it. But it's uh, it's funny. It's called Jasmine Lava Explosion, but I don't really see Jasmine. Do you see Jasmine in this? I truly do. Well, the white, because Jasmine flowers are like creamy white. I guess. But anyway, it's a beautiful um, blank. Apparently, the newer blanks of this particular Jasmine Lava Explosion has more blue in it. And um, even though I love blue, it's to me, it's not as desirable. Candace, that's just chaos because there's no blue in a lava explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that. Who knows? The, the name of blanks are sometimes not quite accurate, but this is a lovely pen. Plus, I have two different sections for this. I have one that takes the Yovo nib and one that takes the Bach nib, which is always... Very nice. Which is always Very um, preferred, versatile. right? Yes. I, I think that's a good idea. Okay, so you, I'm thinking about this because I remember swatching the Autumn Oak, and I remember there was... It is a very shading like it shades really well so you are right it is probably one of the best shaders out there if you're looking for something in the orangey spectrum orangey brown red that also sounds not appealing but it is it's a very lovely color this makes me think about swatching here's why our producer recently swatched diamine and kindle hi chi <laughs> and <laughs> sorry <laughs> Okay, here we do that. <laughs> that's very, that's very, we, we leave that in, right? Because I like that. I that's, that very, slick, that's very, that's very, that's very Aziza. Well, slick. Slick as hell. So she recently swatched the Diamine and Kindle, and she swatched it on the shop's new Weringul Smiling Cat swatch cards. What on earth is that? Okay, there are these little swatch cards. And they have the Cheshire smiling cat that comes through. Like, so it's like, um, like masked onto the cards. So when you swatch, not too heavily because you can overpower the smile of the cat. But when you swatch, you get the little smiling cat glowing through your swatch. So it looks really cool. We will have pictures in the show notes. And this made me think, I need to start swatching all of my inks. So I only do this because I share posts of inks or someone has asked me 
to do this. I also don't like saying swatching, so I'm going to say swab. <laughs> I, it's it's really weird. I, I love ink. I love playing with ink, but I'm just really... It's not the thing I enjoy doing. I don't enjoy swabbing. But now with these cute little cards, I really, really want to start swabbing and re-swab all the inks I have on random cuts of old paper that I don't know where I got from and people ask me where I got it and I can't even answer. So at least now I can say, oh, I got these sweet cards from the Gourmet Pens shop. <laughs> but Candace, now that we know the sad story of my swabbing life and my distaste for it, please tell me how you swab because you are more organized and inarguably better at it than I am. Um, I don't know if I, I may be more organized, but I, I first started swabbing inks using the coloring cards. And I did that for almost all my inks, bottles, samples, well over 200. And I don't know how many, like it was, it was, it was a chore. It was a job, right. To, to do all that. Cause of course I started swabbing when I had to, you know, I had all this, you know, all these inks to swab and it was a, it was a chore. It wasn't like I started with 10 inks and then I just gradually added each time. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool to just compare inks by pulling out the cards and laying them out and comparing different colors? And Aziza, I did not do that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so all of this I did planning. all that great planning. I swabbed all these inks and I put them in a box and I've never looked at them again. But you could if you wanted to. I could. That is true. I could if I wanted to. So anyway, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, needless to say, I stopped that. <laughs> I think Candace has lost her mind. Needless to say, I stopped that insanity. Okay. And I actually now swab my inks by um, putting it in a notebook. And I would love to take credit for this idea, but it's not my idea. I got it from Ferocious and Pretty Pens on Instagram. And she has a YouTube channel, which I very much enjoy watching as well. And she puts uh, all her inks in a uh, Tomo River notebook because Tomo is my favorite ink, um, sorry, paper for inks and organizes them by brand name. And the best part about it is it's totally portable. It's in a notebook and we can post pictures of, of my ink cyclopedia is what she calls it. And we can post pictures of that on, on Instagram. But I, I really like doing it that way. And it was really, it was also a chore to start that and, and complete it. But it was, it was actually more fun to do because I can do water washes with the inks and I do. And to compare it, I actually do compare that quite easily with the notebook. So you do, okay, just not with the original set that you originally Correct. created. Correct. But instead with the notebook. Okay, yeah. so this is what you're saying, though, about starting swabbing when you already have like 100 inks. This is a good reason why when you get into fountain pens, you go all in. Because if you go all in, you're going to be swabbing from day one. Yes. And then it never becomes overwhelming because that's where I am now. I'd have to organize all my inks. Oh, my goodness. This is genius. I have to swab all of the inks in the shop for Scriptus. Yes, you do. Scriptus. Let me tell you guys about Scriptus. We briefly mentioned it in the last episode, but because it's coming up Sunday, October 30th, 10 to 4, scriptusinc.com, a beautiful, fun show that reflects the diversity of Toronto well. There's modern and vintage, all genders and ages, a variety of professions, users, collectors, and explorers. And I will be there, Gourmet Pen Shop. Woo! Yay. I'm biased, but it's okay because the shop is sponsoring this because it's me. 
<laughs> you are the shop. I'm the shop, so it's okay. <laughs> I do really enjoy the scripted show. I think it's really nicely organized. It's like it's well organized. There's a really nice variety of things to buy. You know, not just all vintage, not just all modern. Nice balance, and um, we will be there this year. So it's free to attend. Toronto Reference Library, beautiful place, really good coffee downstairs. We're looking forward to it. It's it's the first time, obviously, the show's being held since pre-COVID. And so everyone in Toronto, I think, is really clamoring to attend a pen show. It is the only, Can I had to think about this for a while. Right now, I think it's the only Canadian pen show. Um, the Montreal pen show, I think, was scheduled but did not happen this yeah. year. So maybe, hopefully, next year they will um, be able to put that one on. But it's... Uh, it's nice. It's really nice to have a local pen show for Canadians. I mean, obviously, even though it's in Canada, it's obviously not local to every Canadian because we are such a big country. But yeah, indeed, really looking forward to it. Well, after Scriptus, though, we have another pen gathering, not just in Toronto, but around the world. Yeah, I think this one is extra special to mention because this has been going since 2014. I believe. I'm it's, not sure. It's been around for a long time. So this is the Pelican Hubs. Uh, this year, it's being held November 18 at 6.30 p.m. But here's the thing. It's 6.30 p.m. local time. So it's always fun because Australia gets to celebrate before we do. It's like New Year's Eve. Right? Oh. <gasps> when, yes. when it's New Year's Eve, it's obviously New Year's Eve local time. And yes. so you get to see all the fireworks happening in Australia and then you follow it all the way around the world. That is brilliant. It kind of reminds me of Y2K. You're probably too young for Y2K, are you? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know the whole thing about Y2K and when <laughs> they, uh, you know, as, as Y2K happened, it was like, oh, everybody see if the world explodes waiting, <laughs> in Australia and then yes. watched it all the way around. Anyway. No, that's, that's accurate. It is celebrated local yeah. time. If you're unfamiliar with the Pelican Hubs, it is, well, Pelican says, a hub is a pivot, a focus of activity. For Pelican fans, a hub is a place where they can meet, exchange experiences, and network worldwide, experience passion for writing instruments live, and enjoy a conversation with other Pelican fans. Now, if you are listening to this and now what worried, oh, no, I don't have a Pelican, do not worry. You can absolutely attend a Pelican hub. It's just that it's been sponsored by Pelican. You will not be rejected at the door if you don't tote a pelican. It's all good. In um, previous years, they sent the hubmaster who organizes the, the region's hub. So for us, we have quite a few. Toronto, Mississauga, Whitby. Whitby. Yeah. And so there's a lot of hubs this year. Everyone show your hubmaster some love. It is it a is hard job. a really hard job. Yeah. yeah. And truly unpaid. Literally unpaid. And they have to haul everything. So in terms of hauling things, the last year's Pelican sent to all the registered participants a bottle of ink. And the hubmaster had to Not just a bottle of the ink. Oh, yeah. The pad of paper. That's awful. No, not that. <laughs> yes, you're correct. It was the awful pad of paper. But more so, it was the ink of the year. It was the ink of the year. So it was not just any old ink. Yes. It was the Pelican ink of the year. Which is very exciting. Very exciting, yes. Well, hate to burst your bubble. This year, they announced that because of materials and supply shortages, they could not send out inks, that they would send something else. I mean, when you consider how many participants have registered, it's it must be hundreds and hundreds of bottles. So I totally get it. It's kind of disappointing. Like, it's kind of sad because yeah. it was a pen meat fixture to look forward to. Mm -hmm. That's okay. We can still go. It is a bit disappointing, though, because the last two years had, was it Moonstone, which was the grayish ink? Was that a shimmer ink? I don't think yeah. so. 
Yes. It was a shimmer. Yes, it was. And like there gold was, shimmer. No, that was barrel. No, it was a great ink with gold shimmer. Oh, really? Right? Oh, great Wasn't ink it? with gold shimmer. And then barrel was a gold ink with gold shimmer. Yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, you're going to Google that now. Yeah, I'm going to Google, Google it. So okay. keep talking. Well, and then this year is Appetite. Appet- is that how you pronounce it? Appetite? Yes. Which is a beautiful turquoisey color. And so the reason why I say it's disappointing is the last three years, I love those color <laughs> of, of inks, right? So anyway. Okay, I was totally course. wrong. Okay. Moonstone is a pale silvery gray. The reason I was thinking of the color of the shimmer, because the pen of the year that matched it, the moonstone has the like reflective shimmer right. particles. So sorry, I was totally wrong. And look at this. I never got moonstone, so I don't know anything about it. Of the ink, right? Yeah. 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 But you have the pen. That's why. I have that's the pen. Right. Yeah. I lost it for like three months and yeah. I found it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so, but it's still worth, I think it's still worthwhile to attend Pelican Hubs. Because it is. Yeah. you get to meet, I mean, like-minded, and just like me going to a pen meet. It's yeah. just like a pen meet, except it's bigger and kind of more organized, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine. I know for me personally, when I went to one Pelican Hubs, my very first Pelican Hubs, I wasn't really into the... Actually, I I would encourage you to go to Pelican Hubs, even without the ink, because it's a great opportunity, just like any other pen meet, to get together with like-minded individuals and meet new people, right? I, I would say that many individuals that don't regularly come to pen meets will make the trek in for Pelican Hubs. Yes. Um, and indeed, one of the very first Pelican Hubs I went to, I knew many of the Toronto people, but not... I would say I was not as close to them as I am now. Yeah. And um, when I ended up going, I sat at a table with people that I did not know anyone. And it turns out that I met some very nice people. And one couple I actually stay in touch with in terms of, um, you know, message occasionally over Instagram. And that's so nice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's nice to know that we chatted and we we connected. And hi, Elaine. Um, oh, that's so cute. And so it was uh, it was really special to to meet people and to and truly Fountain pen people are the friendliest people. I have a theory why that is. I want to hear this theory. Because we are so on the fringe and on the margin. And I think we're just so happy to meet like-minded people. Yes. That we're just fair, extremely friendly to each other because nobody else gets us. Like when we can talk about a nib and how sweet and succulent it is. And the person doesn't give you the look of like, I'm going to leave the room now. Although, listen, listeners, my producer is giving me this look right now. I'm getting that look. So maybe, maybe not. Some of the shit pen people say, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Can I say shit? Well, you just did. (laughs) Anyway. However, you you are right. It is a really lovely place to meet pen people who have varying degrees of interest in pens, but they will make the effort to come out to a Pelican hub. Candice, speaking of Pelicans. Speaking of pelicans. Speaking of pelicans, yes, welcome to Babble Bombs. If you don't remember what a Babble Bomb segment is, it's when we babble about a word that we're not sure how to pronounce, and then we have the correct pronunciation. Now, because we have just talked about pelicans, the word that we are talking about is one of the models of a pelican, and it's the probably the most iconic, I mean, it is the iconic pelican model. There's a Pel- Does Pelican have more than one model? Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Because isn't it all the same one, but just like an M200, M400, M600, M1000, M800? Aren't they all the S word? 
I do not think so. Okay, I'm just. I'm partly. I'm partly joking because I'm not a huge pelican. I don't have a lot of pelicans in no, my collection. They don't. They don't. They. They. Ha- I really had to think about that. They do have other models like the M120, which is an M120N or M120N or M200N. So that's not an S. It's not the S word. The S word. Okay. So let's let's insert. There is there is a pelicano. Which is the there's junior. a Pelicano, there's yeah. the twist. So this particular model is really their iconic yes. lineup. And it's pretty recognizable when you see the shape and often the formerly striated and translucent barrels. That's they are it. very pretty. I have to say Pelican, that model is, yeah. I find them to be very pretty. I find the M600 to be very comfortable for my hand. Yes. And... Um, and the only reason I don't actually use Pelican pens is because they are piston fillers. And I know you can unscrew the nib and clean it out and whatever, but I just... It's okay. It's part of your curation It's process. my curation. I do have several Pelican nibs, though, because I do enjoy them. Yes, yes. So you still have good taste. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's let's put in... Let, let's have the sad soul or souls who had to try to pronounce this word, and then we will follow up with the correct pronunciation. So I want you to read this word for me and, and tell me how you would pronounce it. All right. I would say Solveran. Uh, is it? Okay. What, uh, what language do you think this is? I think it is. I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to say Dutch. Is that language? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, is that your final answer? Oh, no, Swedish. I would say Swedish. Okay. That's my final answer. <laughs> because of the eyes on top of the A. Hello. Izzy's asked me to pronounce some German things, so here we are. We'll start off with Pelikan Souverän. I'm from the south, so I say Souverän, but I think if you're from the north, or just anywhere further north than Vienna, you'd probably say souverain, but I'm Austrian, so that's what you get. Thank you so much to our participants for attempting to pronounce this and the correct pronunciation of souverain. That ends our Babble Bomb segment for this particular episode. Okay, everyone, that wraps up the topics for our third episode. We will include links in the show notes for you to check out all the pretty pens, the sweet swatches, the gourmet pen shop merch <laughs> stuff, and the links for like the pen show and the Pelican Hubs for you to check out. This has been Aziza and Candace. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having fun. You can find us online and on podcast things. Listen, I don't understand podcasts. I have someone else doing this for me until I try to do it. So we are, hopefully we'll be on Apple soon and we're on other directories and there's that. And you can email us at gourmetpensclub at gmail.com. You can find me Aziza at gourmetpens online. And Candace at inks and anchors on Instagram. And other socials. Thank you so much. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Zivere. 
souverain. Ah, merci. Well, wrong language. I was just going to say, the souverain that you're saying sounds very French to me. Souverain. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you have to be very angry when you I, say that? <laughs> I think I slept a lot. I think I might have slept too much. And Candace has not slept enough. So, I mean, I think we're both broken today for some reason. I didn't talk about my skate pen. You did last time. Did I? Did yes, I really I talk about it? Yes, I checked the show okay. notes. Okay, what else do we have? That's pretty good.